All right, guys, didn't do a Sunday night. Bloom's on vacation. Um, hopefully I can get him this week at some point with everything that's going on. I've kind of been um, solo shop here. Stansbury was out last week. Rob Gray's been out. Bloom's been out. So um, doing my best here. I have kind of avoided the podcast feed, not intentionally. I just... Uh, there's just so many moving parts right now. Thank you to all of our new premium subscribers on the premium message board and also via Patreon. I hope you feel like you're getting your money's worth. I'll keep grinding, baby. Um, with that, I want to thank our presenting sponsor today, Mechdyne. Uh, check them out at mechdyne.com. They're uh, working on the new facility up there at Iowa State. I've seen pictures. It is uh, really amazing. And the coolest part about it is that Iowa State hired an Iowa State company um, that's Mechdyne. Check them out at mechdyne.com, enabling discovery, uh, AI technology, AV, VR solutions, IT services. Uh, check them out today. Great supporters of what we do. I'm looking forward to a trip to Marshalltown up to the Mechdyne headquarters later this week. All right, with that, uh, we'll get to today's news, and I'll give you guys some perspective on everything going on right now. Um, this will not be a very long podcast because I don't want to date things. Things are going to move awfully quick this week. Here's some English to get you started on your Monday morning. All right. Um, broke about 9.30. Nothing surprising. The Anything coming out of the Big 12 about, you know, trying to work this out with Texas and Oklahoma was um, just fluff. That, that, was, that was not going to happen. This has been a done deal for a while. Um, okay, so the... Texas and Oklahoma put out a statement this morning. Let me read it to you real quick. Actually, I'm not going to read it to you. Uh, it doesn't matter. Um, they're gone. Now let's decipher through what everything means uh, going forward for Iowa State. Again, I've been writing, I think I've written like six columns for our premium subscribers. Um, there are a lot of perspective and stuff in there. I'm not trying to keep it exclusive to people who pay. This is really sensitive stuff. And I don't want to be one of the irresponsible guys on Twitter just throwing crap against the wall. I hope you guys understand that. The one good thing is um, I've been doing this for 17 years now, and I have contacts all over the country, which are helping me here. Iowa State has gone into stealth mode. Uh, this is like a co Jamie Pollard coaching search. So... Keep that in mind. Um, I think a lot of you are rightfully reading, you know, uh, uh, and a lot of times garbage on Twitter about other schools and like the progress that they're making. One, I mean, I just, I have no idea what's true and what's not. I don't want to crap all over uh, fellow journalists out there, but I, I'm skeptical with what I read on Twitter because I actually, I told a friend last night, I, the quiet, as quiet as it is coming out of Ames, the better for me. Cause I know that Pollard's up to something. I don't know what it's going to be. I'm not, I don't want to deliver false hope about uh, the future here, but I do. I mean, I, you know, that Jamie Pollard, Nebraska stuff, like I, 
he didn't go, obviously. He's an Iowa State guy. But, man, like, I I can't imagine being in this situation right now for Iowa State if Pollard wasn't here. Every stone will be uh, turned over. Uh, he is as connected as anybody in college athletics. He's... I don't. Necessarily, I won't say he's liked by everybody in college athletics because if you're good at your job and anything, you're going to make some enemies along the way and people who, you know, um, spite you. I guess. But my my point being, uh, Jamie's is connected and trusted and respected as any athletic director in the country via his lengthy tenure. So. That would be my thing for Iowa State fans right now. I understand, like, I mean, my livelihood's at stake, so, like, I I'm, I understand the panic thing. You, I've tried to explain this to friends of mine who, I mean, frankly, some Iowa fans who are friends of mine, and, and I'm not, I'm not doing the whole, oh, you shop at Walmart thing. No, I'm not, it's not time for that. But I, my point is, like, you, you generally, if you're a certain age, you didn't become an Iowa State fan because it was like the easy thing to do and it was like the cool thing to do. You become an Iowa State fan. It's it, it was rather you've had rather you've had a, you've lived a rather painful existence, right? You 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 became an Iowa State fan because you went to college there, or you you have some sort of a history there where it is more to you than a football team or a basketball team, right? And like, I, I have told my story before I grew up an Iowa fan that I didn't know any different. Like I, you know, I, I know there's a lot of people listening who probably could understand this. I grew up in a house that we were in Western Iowa. Um, my mom went to Northwest Missouri state. My dad didn't go to college and we grew up just rooting for the state school. Right. Cause they were, we could, we could actually watch them. I mean, Iowa state was never on TV. It was Iowa or Nebraska. That was the options that you had. And we, we didn't root for Nebraska. We didn't hate him. We would go to Lincoln and watch Tommy Frazier, right? But, like, my point is Iowa State was not even on my radar to no fault of it. Like, it was just the way it was. And then I went there, and I was the jerk. I thought that I was going to wear, like, an Iowa shirt around camp. Like, really? And, and then it was the day I was on campus for the first time as a student, and I was – it was changed. It – it got into my blood. It got into my heart. And the rest was history. And I know that there's so many about you out there that feel that way. And that's what makes this so painful, right? Because right now there's an existential threat on what we love that is more to us than like my fandom for the Minnesota Vikings. If the Minnesota Vikings went away, you know, and moved to Las Vegas, like they said, oh, okay, I'll be a Cowboys fan now. Listen, Iowa State is going to have an f- athletics department. I'm not, no matter what, at the end of this. But if the if the SEC becomes some, you know, 20 league mega conference, and everybody else, I, I, I'm not going to just be like, oh, I'm going to root for, I'm going to pick uh, Auburn. That's my new team. It doesn't work that way in college athletics. So. That's just me being real with you guys here uh, as we start on a Monday. I'll, I'll get into more of uh, the nuts and bolts of this here real quick. Um, I'm, I'm trying to squeeze in all of our great sponsors, and I need to do this because 
you know, frankly, it's more important than ever uh, that we have the great support of our sponsors and all of you guys here at CycloneFanatic.com and the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. Give a shout out to our friends Gravitate Coworking. GravitateCoworking.com where you can check it out. Um, membership options. They are, uh, uh, Jeff sent me an article from the register about how much coworking is growing. I told you guys, Bloom and I told you guys when this whole thing started, this was going to be a big deal. And it's certainly um, doing so. Uh, GravitateCoworking.com uh, for all your membership needs. Uh, downtown Des Moines, Midtown Des Moines. They've got uh, locations in Jefferson, Iowa, and Cedar Falls. Also, I want to thank the Iowa Clinic and the Iowa Clinic Men's Center. They have been a giant sponsor of ours from day one here. Uh, I venture to say that Cycloinformatic, during some lean years, may not have even made it if it weren't for the support of the Iowa Clinic. So uh, I ask you to support them today for all your health care needs. Back to school coming up just around the corner. That's when I always get my physical because it's a good reminder for me to do it when... Um, you know, daughters and stuff are going back. All right. Um, iowaclinic.com. Check them out. So a couple of things that I'm just thinking about this morning. Uh, one is that, I, listen, I'm not going to blame Bob Bowlesby for the league for what's going on now. I think that it really probably didn't matter who the commissioner was, but I am. He, he looks bad though. Like he, he was on that three person playoff creation committee with Greg Sankey from the SEC who absolutely played him like a fiddle. Bullsby looks bad here. I, and I do, he's a good man. I know that, um, he has a lot of respect in this industry. Dan Beebe wasn't that way. Like nobody really, people liked Beebe, I think, but they didn't truly respect him. Bob was different. How did he not get wind of this? And some Greg Sankey played him like a freaking fiddle. Imagine all of the hours that those two spent together planning this playoff and Sankey was literally just waiting to slit Bullsby's throat. Not literally, figuratively. Big difference there. <laughs> uh, that's one takeaway I had this morning. Um, I, the, this is what we wait for now. Obviously, and, I, and I've written about this, I'm not going to pod completely about this. I'll wait until I can get Bloom, but the Big Ten and the Pac-12 options for Iowa State, if they are options, go and read about that and why. Um, I do think that academics still matter to some, and Iowa State being an AAU institution is big here. We'll see. Um, The thing I really wanted to get into, um, two things. One, this whole um, Texas and Oklahoma are doing this on purpose. And I want you all to see through it. So they are saying that they'll wait until 2025 to move on. That is very disingenuous. Uh, sure, they might, but they know damn well by getting this out there four years ahead of time that it's going to create issues throughout the rest of the league. Because now, you know, what you do as an Iowa State fan? You're like, oh, well, what league are we going to join? It's still possible that the Big 12 can exist. Yeah, I, I mean, it, I. It may not be what we've experienced in the past, but it is possible. So think about it that way. And um, the, But the Big 12 now is going to be it, – it's kind of like if you're a member of the American or the old Big East or whatever. It's like, yeah, you've – you're playing, you have a decent product, but if anybody gets an invite anywhere, they're gone. 
And that's what this new age Big 12 would look like. And Texas and Oklahoma know that. And they know damn well that, you know, if a couple more programs leave, then the league dissolves and they're not going to have to pay that 80 million buyout or whatever. So they're playing nice, but they, they, it is very disingenuous what they're doing. They know now the pressure that they're putting on this league and other leagues and the fact that I, I, I'm guessing, this is just a guess, this will be the last Big 12 football season. That is my guess. Absolute max, there are two more. This is, I mean, in, in this form, I guess. They're trying to say, no, we're going to play out our last four years. Yeah, you guys have been great. No, they're, they are being very disingenuous here. Because they know the uncertainty this is going to put on the rest of the league. Um, this, listen, um, I'm just going to wrap it up like this. I'm going to do more of these little pods as, as news develops for you guys. This is just not good for college football. I don't care what anybody tells me. Um, from if you're an Iowa State fan, a Kansas State fan, um, to if you're like a Vanderbilt fan, like what I don't understand is like we as fans will, we we care about like how much money our institution is making from a TV contract. Well, if you're if you're if you're an Arkansas fan and you just got richer today, like does that make you feel any better when you can't win an SEC game? Like, would you rather be a like a fan of a team that makes? Oh, we make sixty million dollars on our television contract, but we go zero and nine every year in our league, or a team that makes twenty million dollars from a TV contract, and you're seven and two. You know, like they've tricked us into thinking that this stuff is like good for fans, and that fans should care about television contracts and stuff. It and it, it's uh, disingenuous is the word of the day, I guess. Um, this is not good. We, we I've been saying it for years. The Big 12 had it right. Unfortunately, it didn't pay. We need smaller regional divisions. You know, that is the absolute best answer for the future of this sport. If, you know, like college football, I, I think I heard Dan Wetzel. I read his column one time from Yahoo. He wrote it. It's like college football is like a symphony and you need every instrument for it to be great. Oh, this is last year in the pandemic uh, when like the Pac-12 wasn't playing and went right. And I, I, that's so right because it doesn't feel right without the Pac-12 after dark. It doesn't feel right without Maction on Wednesdays. It does. And if we're, if we're truly going to this power super league or whatever, I don't know. Like, like I said, are you just going to like snap your fingers and be like, oh, I'm a Mississippi state fan now? Hell no. Like that, that's just, it's, it's not going to happen with that. Um, listen, I don't think that they're going to be able to do that. I'll put it this way. I, I just, I think at some point the adults in the room stand up and be like, man, can we really kill off five, six of the sport? I just, I don't buy it. Um, I think that eventually Fox, I wrote about this yesterday, Fox, ESPN, they, they all need inventory. Like they don't want, I think the adults in the room step up at some point and um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what the future is, but all I know is that this stuff going on right now, this is not good for the sport of college football. Nobody can convince me otherwise either. Uh, with that, appreciate you guys. Um, 
Well, like I said, I'm going to be doing like smaller podcasts for you probably throughout the week. As long as this goes on it, it, I I don't know a timeline. I wish I did. Trust me for my sanity too. Uh, I don't know a time. I normally this stuff is very bureaucratic and takes forever. I just can't see that being the case right now because of, you know, the situation, like everybody's panicking. Uh, I don't know. That's where I'm at this morning. Uh, don't panic. I, again, the quieter, the better, I think. <laughs> yeah, I just got a screen time report on my computer. My screen time was up 48% last week. Huh, I wonder why. <laughs> um, thanks for the follows. Um, we appreciate it. We're going to keep covering this story for you hard. Um, thanks. We, we have had a flux of premium subscribers, which is really great for our company and our future. And, um, I appreciate it if we had even more, I'll be doing a lot more of like the premium type content for you, for those in the premium world. Again, I'm, it, this is hard. I'm not trying to squeeze other people out of information. It's just the sensitivity of this. I don't want to be, you know, random dude on Twitter throwing crap against the wall. I want to be able to do it in a smarter way and get more perspectives. That's why I'm doing a lot of it behind a paywall, but I will be writing free columns and doing these free podcasts as well. I'll have more on this on KXNO from three to six today. I'm sure that more will develop between now and then. Uh, news coming tonight, Demarion Watson, uh, the Iowa State basketball target, is set to announce his decision. And uh, we'll have full coverage of that. With that, uh, let's do... Man, we need some more English. Let's do some more English. I guess we're just going to pick it up where we left off. That's totally fine. Have a great Monday. Appreciate y'all. And uh, look for more another podcast here probably tomorrow. We'll keep thinking our Sunday night sponsors and keep rolling. <laughs>